the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace up on the porch with us. And uh, we are here at Millburgers at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. And we encourage you to be a part of the show. Just call us at 210-308. I wish those darn rains would quit. Yeah, no, don't so say that. No. Don't even say that. <laughs> Last week we were saying it's so dry and so yeah. hot. Yeah. No, I, lo- I love the rain. I just wish it would only happen at night. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, uh, just to let you know, according to what I can find, to uh, the National Weather Service in Austin and San Antonio has issued a extended the flash flood warning for Bear County oh. and uh, South Central Texas until 1:45. So uh, be careful out there, as they say, turn around, don't drown. So uh, right when we get off there. <laughs> well, it's over when we get off the air. Oh, it's over when we get well, off yeah, the air. We're, we're keeping you safe. Dude. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, oh. the porch is okay. You'll be fine. <laughs> we're on high ground here. All right. 210-308-8867. Jerry and I have been in a few uh, radio programs with uh, a porch like this. I was trying to remember where where it was. but And the wind, was, were you, maybe Milton, you were there too. And the wind was blowing. Yeah, the wind was blowing in. in the, the porch is really okay unless there's wind. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, then. And I, I noticed when the radio professional kind of backs off uh-huh, when there's yeah. equipment, it's time maybe to look for a new place. It's blowing rain, and we've got electricity. Maybe it's not a good idea. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It never fails that. Never fails to amaze me. Or yes, thank you. I think. Anyway, we still have shoppers here. We do. Yeah, people don't care. They're uh, out here. Uh, avid gardeners. They're, they're yeah. getting their uh, their cool weather vegetables. That's what we've okay. most of today. And did you, did you see that the the high is not going to get out of seventy? Ooh, today. that's gonna be nice. And uh, I think the lows in the sixties. And I was noticing on. I don't know my, if it's my imagination, but I don't think so. I think the leaves are already thickening up on the tomato plants. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, yeah. But that, we've, we've had that experience in the past. We, and uh, we, Jerry and I haven't been as confident when we looked at those scraggly things from, from the heat. And then a weather change like this in three, four days, they're, they're looking normal again and uh, starting to set fruit. Of course, the BHN 968 has been done, doing a good job of setting fruit already. Oh, is it? Yeah, and uh, some Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush started fast, but hasn't done anything but BHN 968s. 
in my garden. I think he's going pretty strong. So you think 968 is more heat tolerant? Uh, I, set to, I, I think so. Yeah. Than Ruby Crush. I think so. Just on my that little sample in my garden. Yeah. Speak, well. Speaking uh, of heat tolerant, I took Calvin on a little tour a second ago, and we went and looked at that uh, that new river birch. Mm-hmm. That uh, that's more heat and drought tolerant than any of the others. So this one might actually be an adaptable uh, birch tree for our area. Well, and it's it's attractive and certainly looks like uh, the birch. You know, looks like you're in uh, northern Minnesota or someplace. Wonder what the history of that thing is, where they found it. Or I, well, we Googled it and uh, I didn't see a history yesterday mm-hmm. when we were looking no. at it. But uh, it sounds like it's going to be a could be a wonderful tree for our area. And well, uh, you quit it. Could be. It could happen. So if they, I could uh, make a million dollars next week too. But uh, <laughs> well, that if I bring you the weed out of my backyard, we might. yeah, you just might. <laughs> That's a story. Uh, yeah, another story, another yeah time. Uh, all right. Well, one other thing I just showed him was the new Cecilpina pulcherum that we got in Mexican Bird of Paradise. Oh, thank you, Cecilpina. Uh, how would you describe that bloom? Well, it looks to me like it's kind of a hybrid of a. Pink, red, and then a little, even a little orange. Orange from here, it even shows a little bit more orange. So it's it's labeled as pink, but it, it, it does look like it has a little orange or salmon mixed into yeah, it to good. give it a, a, a more vibrant color. Uh, but it's definitely unusual. So we got a limited number of this, and it's not the plant of the weekend because I wasn't sure we were going to have them. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, they materialized yesterday. So uh, it is a really cool one. If you if you love the Mexican bird of paradise, this would be a great addition uh, to uh, to your landscape to give you a, a, another color. Cool. All right, and uh, so you can come by and see them here at Millburgers. The uh, well, unless somebody buys the Mexican bird of paradise, how many did you I have? Got, I got fifty of them. Oh, yet. okay, so you're okay. We're okay for a couple of days. Yeah, and the birds. Have you got how many of those have got blooming like that one? That's a... just the sample one that says oh. not for sale. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, when we do the plant giveaways when we used to do for festival flowers and sauce programs, it took us a while to figure out that you've got to do that same thing. This is for people to view. Your others will be blooming, so do not take the sample. And then keep beat, beat the people off yeah. of the ones that want the sample. Yeah, that's not serious. You're not serious. Uh. <laughs> All right, so 210-308-8867. Trace, what else is, uh, so you mentioned the coal crops. Yep, uh, selection of coal crops, still some tomatoes. So if you've procrastinated, I've got some gallon-sized tomatoes that uh, still can produce. In fact, they've got blooms on them. I bet they set this week, Derek. I bet they will. And uh, we always alert people about uh, cabbage loopers on on the uh, coal right, crops. Yeah, cool. I did the, was doing the program. I'd put the plants down by my truck for three days before oh, the program. No. And I got to the program, and I was talking about cabbage loopers, and I had to look. And they were, they were cruising through the collards. Oh. They liked the collard. Uh. So I was able to get, <laughs> show some real does. examples uh, of, <laughs> of your sample. But you gotta, yeah, you got you to gotta watch. That wouldn't take long for a, uh, an egg-laying uh, butterfly to... Uh, I don't know what the turnaround patch-out time on that is. 
But, but it's got to be fast. Oh, yeah, and the caterpillars process, grow so fast. Oh, yeah, they do. So watch for them. Did you, might you have, have holes in your in your plant? Absolutely. You got to... I got to, uh, first thing I got to do is spray when I get back. It's t- I think it's tough to spray when the when it's raining. Out yeah, there like yeah, that. that's true. But uh, even even the transplants have to be protected. Yep. It'll, it'll stop next week and you can spray. BT. <laughs> by that time, they'll be big enough to. There'll be a stub in, by that, that time. Yeah, be, a, be, be big enough for you to enjoy a Actually, what I'm going to do is put them under a shed roof and just spray them. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Hey, we can even uh, call. It'll be interesting to find out since last Monday, I guess, kind of since Labor Day, have our rain rangers call and tell us how much rain they've got. Oh, yeah, it's, being, it's amazing. Yeah, you mentioned four more inches today, which is great. Um, so... Call us at 210-308-8867 and give us a report, 210-308-8867. And uh, are, you, are you getting rain lilies? Are you seeing them around your neighborhood? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. They're, they're, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. They're thick. Yeah. And it didn't take them very long to come out. Uh-huh. And you know what else is blooming gangbusters? Blood lilies. Ox blood lilies. Yeah, the ox blood lily. Yeah. On blood. They're unbelievable. Yeah, I still don't have any. Thick I can't. The Curtis was nice and gave me one, but apparently I, I didn't do right by it because. It, How could you do that? Man? I don't know. I don't know what happened. They're pretty invincible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there you go. Not I, to melt them. Yeah, so well, I we I made a mistake, and I just knew better yesterday. We had uh, some friends over, and it was one of Judy's friends. It was her birthday. And uh, she always likes to look at my garden, so I took her out there and look at the oxblood lilies, and I said, there's any kind of danger signals here. And, of course, the next thing I heard is Judy saying, what a wonderful birthday gift for oh, my. for Dale. Yeah, thin those things out. They're so thick now. Then give Dale some of those oxblood lilies. And... Uh, you so had to go out and dig them in the in Oh, the no, I didn't. No, I, I was fast enough on my feet to say, well, it's best to do it after they quit blooming and the foliage falls. But when they're that, that thick and they're in a, uh, around the edges of raised beds or in an identifiable line, they're pretty easy to... To dig some homes. So later this fall, you're going to give Milton another shot at one, right? Yeah. I guess. Yay. Thank you, Calvin. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's also, it always feels like, well, in the old days especially, it was so futile to give Milton plants. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing great now. But he's actually, yeah, he is doing pretty well. All right. Uh, let's see. 210 308 I think I got my plants the same time you got your oxblood lilies, didn't oh, we? Oh, no. Maybe we so. Didn't we have a... One of our master, one of our gardeners, Curtis brought some up. Oh, way back when? No, those are still at the old place. Oh, okay. pro- I'll have to drive by and see if those came back up. Those I did okay with. Those had no problem. It was the uh, the um, yeah, that was nice. Whoever brought those a long time ago, like a bag of them. Those are valuable. Oh yeah. You um, do you sell them? You don't sell. No, them. we don't. But there is a an Aggie out there that does. Uh, to it was I can't remember the name of the company. Uh, Texas Native Bulb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Bulb Hunter. Are I think that's what he calls himself. Yeah. Oh, cool. Are they still in business? I think I'll so. I'll look it up. 
All right. Well, you don't know the name, man. Well, you just told me. I just, I just said it. The bulb hunter? No, he called himself the bulb hunter. Oh. All right. I'll look and see. All right. 210-308-8867. Trace, what else is going on? What's going to start coming in now? Well, uh, oh, the, tell them about the, the maze and everything. The, yeah, we've been working really hard at that. And uh, historically, every time we get the hay in, it does rain. So <laughs> we, we, can blame, we, can, we can thank or blame uh, the rain on Charles and Roger. Okay. <laughs> and poor Roger, he looks so lonely out there. He was, he was measuring things and thinking about how... And all by himself in the rain when I, when yeah. I came in. He is a carpenter by heart, so uh, yeah. measure, measure twice, cut once. And uh, those are quite the bales. Like, what are they? they and y'all are selling Sorghum those, right? or something? They, I think they're cor- uh, cornstalk. Yeah. Yes. And y'all have those for sale, don't we you? We do. Usually. We do. Uh, Twelve ninety nine a bale. Uh, they're the decorative type, so they probably okay, be okay for well, obviously for decorations, but probably for bedding would be the only other real use. Yeah. Well, they, they work for well for practice. You know, uh, that's uh, we sell a lot of them for that. Oh they, yeah. Uh, they don't dull the arrows like. Uh, oh, that's like right. Regular I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought about that. They don't do what? They don't dull, dull the, the arrows. Oh really? Yeah, because they got big pieces that. Uh, yeah. Lots of airspace. Well, they're they're great to use too for hay ride, yeah. wag, hay wagons. Yeah. So we always keep a good chunk of it dry, so we can uh, we can good. sell it. That's good. Uh, we did order firewood. Oh, so good. We should have that in next month. <laughs> that always smells and, nice when y'all uh, do that. We're probably gonna have some pinion pine real soon because it's almost chimney season. What? <laughs> almost. We just have. We just got two of the record-breaking hot summer. It's going to be 100, be 100 degrees next it, week. Is, historically, it happens. It does cool <laughs> off. So we are counting on that. Uh, yeah, it will, will sooner or later. But there, there's, uh, if you haven't been in recently, there's all kinds of new, neat stuff. In fact, this week I had a really hard time coming up with the plant of the weekend because we had so many neat things in from... Uh, uh, Greenleaf, for example, had this the, the plant of the weekend this go-around. They also had weeping yopon we got in, the cecilpinas we got in, the birch, uh, and, there, and there's a, a lot of other little ones. I was going to write them down, and I, my notepad got wet, so I couldn't. <laughs> uh, but and the, still the porter weed is still the, yeah, the red dwarf porter weed. There's still some. The sauce package stuff is going strong, and people are really enjoying the new the new bed that we created. They're, yeah, and they're, Karen, Karen wanted us to remind everybody, and that she made a point of uh, saying that you, you were you guys were cooperating. They're going to add that fifty dollar mulch uh, rebate if you. They're trying to get people to move fast on on getting the uh, coupon used up. And so, if you uh, get finished the project by November 11th, you can also get you'll get 50 bucks. Send their picture in there, and you get 50 dollars towards the mulch you used in your. Project. That's that's good because they have to put that whole project requires one cubic yard of mulch uh, over the area to be completely done with it and, uh-huh. and uh, comply with all the. Uh, well, the if you had your own house. pickup truck, that means you you, you could. Well, gosh, yeah, that's a that's a yard plus a big big. Pickup truck can take it, um, but or you can get it in bags. In bags, it's uh, it's equivalent of thirteen and a half bags. Is that it? Yep. Oh yeah, the, the bags are so easy to work with. Yeah. So anyway, that's another option. But go to your uh, go to your uh, saws website 
uh, and look look up at the coupon, and then uh, you also get the you can do the. Of course, we're most interested in the low water use plants, and the selection is huge. The Mill Rivers has them all put together and then spread through the nursery as well so that you can... Re- and they, they do have more listed on their website, but the only ones that they can use the coupon towards are the, the ones that we have in there. That cart is loaded down with Texas Superstars. We had a Pam's Pink Turks cap and some uh, some basil and some salvias that were on. People are out there shopping. Yep, they sure are. So get your And get the rain has stopped uh, here at the nursery. Get your coupon... You can do the plants, or you can do a uh, um, hardscape. Yeah, we, we we don't participate in that one, but they do have a uh, like uh-huh. a patio kind of thing where you can put flagstone down or yeah, stepping so, stones. So check that out, and then you then get go ahead and take advantage of getting that fifty dollar. Hey, before launch. we go to, before we go to break, let's help Kathy out. She's got an insect question at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Kathy. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good afternoon. I'm doing great. <laughs> are you measuring the rain by any chance, or are you just enjoying I, it? I've had, I'm, I'm around conversing so far since your prediction of uh, the purple sage, I've had like three inches. We haven't been inundated. Huh. Wow. That's perfect amount. Good deal. There well, you go. It, yeah. It sure three inches every two weeks. Green again. <laughs> Mine too. Yeah, they were just commenting okay. on how quickly it picks up. It did, in two days. It's just a miracle. I love it. Cool. Well, what's going on, Kathy? How can we help okay. you? I noticed on my mandevilla this morning that there were little yellow insects on, the, uh, on some of the vines that were stemming out. They went down about two feet. I, I took some soap and orange oil and uh, wiped them off. I wonder if that's if that'll cure it. I don't know what they are. Sounds like aphids. It's, it's got to be to be that color. Yeah. Well, that that'll work if you got uh, if you could, were able to spread it everywhere. That should that should get them under control. They won't be much of a threat uh, as we cool off. Yeah. But uh, okay. and then sounds like you took care of them as well. I did. Keep an eye. Keep an eye for the next generation. So you might have gotten adults off, but you probably didn't get all the eggs. Off. Okay, so, uh, I'll, I'll do that. My next question is about sago palms. I had a bunch of little pits or pups, whatever you call them, that grew from the seed, and I dug them up, but I did not get an extensive uh, tap root on them. So I'm wondering if I'm wasting my time by planting them. No. To set them, they, 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 that's always a question you get because they, they're then, but that's what makes them easy to to transplant. to transplant too. You just actually just set them on the the soil. You can sink them a little bit, prop them up, uh, well drained, a well drained soil, and don't don't keep them soggy. But now, I was going to say now is a good time. Now we're in this cool weather, maybe it's not the best time, but it'll, it'll work. I think I would do them in a pot first. As, oh, yeah. Since it's cooling off, do them in a doing. pot in the ground. Yeah. With a little perlite in there. But I didn't know if I should bury it, or so now I know. Don't bury it very deep. Jerry, what okay. do you, you do to kind of just an indentation, basically? Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Just so it has a soil contact. And they, uh, 
Yeah, don't. Uh, we always find out people are always inclined to water them more than they need to be watered. So just uh, a reasonable amount uh, every few weeks, even wet the soil, and they'll they should do fine. And even if your foliage uh, goes off color or something like that, I, I still wouldn't worry. We had one that a customer dropped off here. Just he dug it out of the yard, and it sat up front for about three or four days before we finally potted it up because we couldn't stand to see it die. And it just leafed out about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. So uh, never give up on one, even if it looks bad. Okay, one last question. I All had right. a, I have a beautiful 20-year-old white crepe myrtle that, that has spread under. I, I listened to y'all a couple of weeks ago talking about how they spring up in your garden or whatever and start growing from the roots. And yes, I, I, I cut one out and planted it in a great big pot. It's done really, really well, but I'm wondering, will it bloom? I mean, is it a viable plant to keep looking after? Oh, yeah. It, uh, crape myrtles are, are rooted, unrooted, in other words, unrooted. They're, uh, so they, they'll come back true to the mother. Oh, good. Okay. And, and I wanted to thank you for telling me what to do with my plumeria. <laughs> You said cut it in pieces. I did. I got four out of five. That, that, uh, <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Beautiful. Still no yeah, and, it's, and it's blooming, too? <laughs> no. Are you kidding? Oh, you're kidding. About four, four out of my eight are, are solid bloom. Yeah. Oh, cool. So well, there's still hope that you'll get do? some blooms? Well, yeah, what did you do? A, is, well, it's my wife. Oh, okay. Um, uh. I, I, give her, I give her the fertilizer, and she remembers to water them, and so they're, they're doing okay. But I have not small, fertilized mine enough. Pots. Yeah, I've got mine in small pots, but they're absolutely beautiful foliage. So uh, thank you, Mr. Jerry. Well, okay. And, and uh, Warren Short, who, who taught Jerry and I. Right. Area. All right. Thank you, Kathy. And thanks for recognizing the fact that, uh, you know, the Sinisa were predicting this rain. Hey, I'm Pre- telling you, I had, a, I had a bet with my sister. Oh, is that right? And I said, the purple sage is blooming, so we're going to get rain. And she said, what? And I said, Mm -hmm. don't you remember Daddy always used to say, if it blooms, we're going to get rain. And she said, oh, Daddy was just superstitious. (laughs) I'm I'm going with your Daddy on this one. (laughs) Oh, me too. Daddy was always right. (laughs) Thank you very much. Y'all have a great day. You too. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. When we come back, we'll do the plan of the weekend. Sure, you bet. All right, back after this on Bill Berger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Millburgers has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one 
gallon containers. Are you ready for this? For just three eighty eight. This week at Millburgers, you'll find savings on ground covers and Bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the ten inch hanging baskets now just fourteen eighty eight. You'll save on one half whiskey barrels, herbs, Millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer, and much much more. To find out more, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com, and we'll see you at Millburgers Landscape Nursery sixteen oh four in Boulevardy Road. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped-up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer Hey, uh, chances are the uh, rain is going to bring out the mosquitoes. Uh, it's time to give Spider-Man Pest Control a call. They, they have two different ways of dealing with the mosquitoes. They've got the traditional way, which works great, and they'll be happy to do that. But they're really excited about the Care mosquito trapping system that they have. It's on the porch with us here at Millburgers. It's used by Disney World, uh, and it's a, a system that I, as closely as I can figure relates to kind of a bait type situation. Mosquitoes oh. flying around. Oh, here. was there one? Okay, you yeah, need, you need to tell him yeah, well, about the no, system. It's, it's okay. uh, cooperating with you for the uh, oh for the commercial. Yeah. Well, what they do is they fly in, they lay their eggs, and then they um, fly out. And there's some unless sort of they're here, unless they're, they're here biting, biting you. Okay. No, they aren't biting. They're just uh, oh, they're just buzzing around. Well, slap that guy. 
Anyway, but, <laughs> so what it does is just like this, it lays the eggs. It doesn't kill them immediately. It they uh, go and they lay uh, the, they spread the toxins on other plants and other things, and so it eventually uh, gets rid of them. And like I said, uh, it's, he's been using it here in town, and folks uh, like it a lot. And uh, Disney World uses it. So find out more. Uh, this may be something that you want to get involved with. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. It seems it seems to me too that it's a uh an option, a, a butterfly-friendly option, because you more you target more of the, the mosquitoes than, yeah. than a general kind of spray. No, that's right. All right, 210-656-3721 or GoSpidermanPest.com. All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Trace got a phone call, so when he comes back, we'll do Plant of the Weekend. Can we, should we t- talk, tell people about the big... Uh, David Rodriguez asked us to talk about his tree management workshop. Oh, oh yeah, my a, goodness. That's a great workshop. If it grows, he knows. Yeah, that, this, is on, this is October 11th at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. But it's an all-day program. That's why he wants, wants to let get, get the word out early. Plus, if you have any, any kind of license that requires CEO credits, uh, this, this, this program will provide them for... Texas Nursery Landscape Association, Master Gardeners, Master Naturalists. Also, for uh, if you've got pesticide license, uh, the, the, both the T, TDA version, Texas Department of Agriculture, and, and the structural version for professionals. Um, and so this this is a, a, a big time program. It goes from 8:30 in the morning to 4:30 in the afternoon. It's forty dollars charge per person. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're going to cover everything. They're going to cover the maintaining healthy trees, how to identify tree and manage tree diseases, uh, information about the common insect pests of trees, uh, root collar excavation and tree injection demonstration, and lots lots more. So uh, go to the uh, Te- Texas AgriLife Extension Bear County if you want to find out more information. But that's on... Put it on your calendar tentatively for October 11, 2018, 8.30 in the morning to 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, they've got really some uh, good speakers and impressive speakers uh, that are going to be presenting the, the, uh, the program. So if you're, if you're concerned about your trees, which most of us are, uh, and, and you've got questions about your trees. These these are the people that can answer the answer your question. So uh, it, it would it it would well be worth uh, the the forty dollars registration fee. And you you could probably get away with not calling an arborist out just by talking to these people. Well, a lot, it's a lot of times. It's always even if you confer a professional, it's. It's always reassuring or nice to have some basic knowledge yourself, so that you can make some of these judgments uh, uh, and know when 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 you do need to call in an expert. Right. And uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to look under uh, Trace's back, but I was going to look under at MillburgerNursery.com. We've got the event coming up on the twenty second. Uh, David will be here uh, doing fall and winter vegetable gardening because you know if it grows, he knows. Uh, it's David's uh, 
Dave Rodriguez. Uh, September 22nd, it's not just yeah, spring. likes that little saying. Oh, I know. Well, it's good, you know. Y'all needed to have one. We need to have one. No, go ahead. Man. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of him now. He swiped that. I'll, we'll talk about it off. He end. swiped it? Yeah. Oh, man. It's not just spring. <laughs> South Texas offers uh, vegetable garters two great growing seasons every year. And David will talk about how we can grow warm and cool season crops. Preparing your fall vegetable garden. And that's going to be, it's a free presentation by Millburgers uh, by 1030 to noon here at the nursery. No reservations needed. Just come on out and uh, enjoy. And uh, then we have, let's see. Oh, wow, terrariums for kids. Ooh, this is a popular one. Man, you might think that we're presenting something on the 29th is uh, too early. September 29th, the kids' garden class from 10 to 11, terrariums for kids. So you want to call and make your reservations because class size is limited. There is no cost, but, yeah, they, but they supply and Your kids are going to make something. Uh, 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. I remember fondly years ago when my granddaughters were small and uh, they may, maybe were in uh, grade school or middle school and they came to visit. And I took them to that terrarium. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and they loved it. Now they're both in college. Yeah, and uh, but they, it was still we still talk about the program. I think from what Calvin's saying that if you want your kids to go to college, this terrarium class is a <laughs> yeah. must. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> begin here at here at Millburgers. That's yeah. right. But yeah, that one will fill up. Uh, so well, David. The, I mean, the but class at the botanical garden. I don't know. David hasn't recontacted us, so. Maybe they filled all the slots, but that uh, that starts the middle of this month. Yeah, pretty. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. Yeah. And that's another Milberger sponsored uh, activity too. Oh, for the kids? Yeah, it's the the, the uh, gardens. Uh, what are the, what do we call those gardens? The uh, children's gardens. Garden? Children's garden. Yeah. And I noticed that the men's garden club was recruiting volunteers for it too. That all through the yeah. year years they've been a one of the sponsors. They were they were supposed to plant the tomatoes this weekend. Fifteenth probably, probably got rained out. Oh, okay. Yeah, l- 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 the fifteenth I think was the target date for start starting the garden. Right. It, it originated with the men's garden club, didn't it? Right. It did. Right. General Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. Brigadier General, excuse me. Oh well, that's not as high. That's not as high as a regular general. It's not? Sounds higher. <laughs> Brigadier General's one star. Ah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm sure he wouldn't mind if you just called him General. But. Yeah, right, General. So, Trace, going to do the plan of the weekend? Yes, I think we should. Okay. Oh, I don't think we have music today. Okay, all right. Well, you never know. I know. We'll have to. I'll ask next time. (laughs) All right. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about a new viburnum, and now we've got a newer viburnum. So this one, uh, right now they're labeling it uh, as a copper tone uh, viburnum. Uh, I think it's going to change to copper top because that's what they said at the the show. Oh, okay. This is going to be a Southern Living. uh, So I assume next year's Southern Living magazine will... uh, We'll have an article about it, and it's it's a new viburnum, so all the same criteria that regular viburnum, deer-resistant, supposed to have a fragrant bloom early in the year. Drought tolerance once it's established. Once it's established. But its claim to fame is the new growth has a burgundy growth to it. 
a burgundy colored growth to it. Oh, okay. So it's a, it's going to be a six to eight foot tall viburnum, and oh, wow, so it could be a substitute for you know everybody's been having problems with photinias the last three to uh-huh. four years. So if you want a, a shrub, a tall shrub that has uh, that color on the new growth, this could definitely oh, be. Is that the? Yes, that's it. Okay. The, they, I, I suspect they don't grow as fast, but they do kind of resemble a photinia. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I like the idea that it's uh, that it does bloom like all the other ones. It's deer resistant, and most shade can handle shade some or shade. sun. And um, but fragrant. You know, most of the viburnum to me doesn't have a fragrance. So I'm really interested in seeing what this one smells like come next March. How to, how how? What's the size? Did you get six, the size? Six to eight feet. Same six, size six, as Sandanqua, which is one of my favorites. Right. I really like it. Use it as a a moderate-sized hedge, and it's not doesn't take over like xylosma, you know, it's spread out. I didn't get a good count this morning because it was pouring down when I got here, but uh, we started out with about 25 of them, and I'm sure there's still a fair amount down there. But if you're interested, give us a holler, and they are 29.99. If you if so you so they've already think you they've already done the name, I, I, I'm pretty sure that it's going to be called Copper Top. They're okay. not they're not labeled that. They're labeled Copper Tone for some reason. Okay, so if you yeah. want to learn more information on it, I'm on the Southern Living Plant Collection website, so southernlivingplants.com, and then uh, search for Copper Top Sweet Viburnum. Is that okay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and you'll see the picture, uh, which is very pretty. Um, so if it has with that burgundy. With, with white flowers, that's yeah. going to be spectacular in, in March. Yeah, white clusters in the spring. I expect they probably have the typical viburnum berries that that you never see because the birds get them just as quick as they ripen. Hmm. All right, cool. So uh, that's one that you can call and say, hey, I can't make it today, but I can be there in a couple days. Put one aside. 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. And, and we could do that for just about anything. Yeah, so, you know, if you, if you want to call in and there's something you're looking for, if we've got it, we'll we'll be happy to set it aside. Uh, like we talked about the birch trees this morning. Yeah, that's and a good that, idea. that new, uh, new Mexican bird of paradise, we'll be happy to hold it for a couple of days till you can make it in, especially with the weather like this because not everybody can get out in the rain and drive. Yeah, good point. So the number four nine seven three seven six zero to say hey put aside for some uh, I'm sold uh, and um, that's uh, you'll find all the information um, about the events at millburgernursery.com. But the uh, point I want to bring up about that is if you want to make Fly. reservations for the um, children's kids, class. Uh, children's gardening class four nine seven two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. All right. What else is going on, guys? Yeah, we're talking about uh, Mexican Bird of Paradise or uh, a while ago, and we got a question in from somebody that uh, pe- people are, are funny. They're strange. They're weird. Yeah, sp- spoken, so, so spoken I, from I, the strangers. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I recently took a sh- took a short video. This this woman is a is a blogger of Prada Barbada of a Prada Barbados plant. I noticed that the seed pods resemble Chinese snow pea pods. I can see that. Are they pri- are they are the pri- are the pods harvestable? Well, yeah, they are. If you pick them, they're harvestable. 
and edible for Chinese peapods. Now, you know, if they were, we would have told you probably. You, that would have been one of the, the benefits of the thing, okay? Thanks in advance. Wanda, says Forrest Appleton. I do not recommend it. Information from the Internet says seed contained uh, gallic, G-A-L-L-I-C, and tannic acid and are poisonous. I was thinking my laurel bloom looks the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you definitely don't eat that. That's a good point. It is reported that the people uh, in Central Africa eat the seeds after boiling them in several changes of water to remove the tannic acid. And she writes back, (laughs) Thanks so much for your prompt reply, explanation mark. Based on your information, I managed to find the text that you provided in Dave's Garden. I've cited Dave's Garden at least one other blog article I've written in the past. An image of a seed pod at the bottom of that article resembles Chinese snow pea. Glad to read about the cautions. So, Forrest handle that. Way to go, Forrest. Jerry, are you ever going to be a blogger? No. Okay. Just just check it. I put put all my blogs on Plant Answers. Okay. I I guess... You are so... There was was a while when they were trying to... It was a debate whether that was a blog or a, because of the communications, you know, the almost immediate with between Forrest and oh, yeah. Jerry that it resembles, you know, you can yeah, almost yeah, have a communication. It's, it's almost like a blog. Yeah. Plant forum. There you go, plant forum. Hey, we need to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Melberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Milberger's has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one gallon containers are you ready for this for just 388 this week at millburgers you'll find savings on ground covers and bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the 10 inch hanging baskets now just 1488 you'll save on one half whiskey barrels herbs millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much much more to find out more go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com and we'll see you at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and bull road Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. 
If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Listen up. We are raccoons, and we are a big deal if you haven't already noticed. Yeah, what he said. You see, we got these masks. We're like burglars, except we never leave, see? Permanent maskuses. You got electrical wires? We like wires. We like to chew on wires and sometimes start fires. Oh, wait, if there's a fire, can we leave? Hey, pay attention, and we like chewing on AC ducks, too. I like duckies. Yes. You got a nice attic? We'll set up shop. Attics make me feel cozy. Shh. Who's that? It's a van with the man. Uh-oh. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. It's their one-and-done policy, guaranteed for 15 months. So whether you have possums, squirrels, rats, mice, skunks... I can't take my mask off! And yes, even raccoons. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910. Weekdays on 930 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From saluting our military to what you plant in your garden, weekends are for you on 930 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf for Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. And we've got David on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, David. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me on. You bet. What's going on? Um, earlier in the year, it was February, I planted a Miho Setsuma tree um, in my backyard, and it's done really good, and I have about four fruits on it, um, but they're concentrated on about two branches, and it's really weighing down uh, the tree. It's probably only about four and a half feet tall. Um, should I be pruning it um, or taking some of the fruit off, or w- what can I do to make this tree a success, basically? What kind mm-hmm. of tree was it? Miho Satsuma. Oh. Yeah. 
And there's only four fruits? Yeah, that's that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they, don't worry about it. Uh, that that's one of the characteristics of the of the satsuma. That's why you don't prune them prune them back very much. You you allow for the fruit to pull the branches down, and and shelter the soil, which releases a little yeah. warmth and, periodically. In my experience too, they're not nearly as sensitive to weight as peaches. Right. Oh yeah, they break the, the peaches, yeah, peaches break break all the time. Them. Yeah. And the the uh, citrus is a little bit flat, more flexible, so you you just leave those on there and don't worry about it and uh, enjoy the mijos. Oh, okay. Uh, is there is there anything I should be doing um, as far as ongoing maintenance for it? Aside from you know, I, I think I fertilize it about once a month. Well, that's that's plenty good, and it sounds like you're doing everything right. Uh, you you. Do you know when to pick it? You know how to tell uh, when no, to pick I, it. No, I don't. <laughs> See, that would have been your next call. Call in. <laughs> but uh, uh, me, me has a tendency to ripen a little bit earlier, so I'm saying uh, pick it the first part of November. If you, if you want to pick it, you can leave it on there too. But it'll get sweeter as it as it gets later on in the season. They're they're not as pr- uh, they're not prone to dry out very quickly, are they? Or? No, no, no. So no. he's got some slap. Yeah, and... yeah. But okay, they 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 usually turn turn begin to turn orange. They're they're ready to eat uh, before they before they turn orange. Uh, I mean the, the outside skin turns orange. But if you really want them for their maximum sweetness. sweetness Wait for the skin, the outside skin, to turn orange, and uh, in our test, uh, uh, evaluating ripeness of of miho and sito and okitsu and all those, uh, we found the end of October, first of November, is about the first time that you, that you'll uh, have sweetness c- uh, occur. But uh, if you can, if you can leave them on there until. Uh, uh, December, uh, mid to mid December, or pick them for Christmas, so to speak, uh, before we have any hard freezes, if we have any hard freezes. But uh, they'll be a lot sweeter than the first ones you picked in uh, November. Um, okay, sounds great. Looks like I'll be having some uh, some mandarins for Christmas. There you go. There All you right, go. Cool. <laughs> Good luck right, to you. you I'm glad you're glad you're having good luck with your citrus. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else is going on? Oh, I didn't answer his fertilization question. Uh, generally, we, we stop fertilizing them now uh, because they're getting ready to go in the winter and we want them to slow their growth down a little bit. And so we don't we don't fertilize them until uh, next spring, in in about February or March. Basically, fertilize them with uh, lawn fertilizer, nineteen five nine. If they're in the ground, yeah. Yeah, on, on the ground. I assume it's in the ground. Did it? Did you? I don't remember if you said it. I, I don't either. No, I just assumed it was too. But uh, yeah, some said, folks grow. I got. I've got. A couple that are in uh, 
of satsumas that are in half whiskey barrels. Yeah. They do pretty well. They want to grow. They, they're not as content to be there as the uh, <laughs> lemons and the limes are in a whiskey barrel. Have they mentioned that to you, Kevin? Or uh, I just, uh, yeah, I just, you, I just get that. Why do you draw this conclusion? I just get that that feeling that they, just the way their growth, yeah, habit. See, like, we we can't, we horticulturists can talk to the plants. We, we I know. We never have told you that. Have we? Then remember. the other thing is, you compare those that are in. Uh, the whiskey barrel to those in the ground. Oh yeah, and they're growing so much faster. The oh, leaves are yeah. thicker, but then, then I guess it's uh, not a fair test because you generally don't have lemons or limes in the ground at all. They're in just yeah. The only place you see them are the whiskey barrels. Right. So, so are you using plenty of osmocote, um, uh, Calvin? I, I do. I do, the, I do the osmocote uh, out front, uh, up front, and then I do the. Um, Water soluble fertilizer. Well, yeah, I do. I do usually do one more osmocote in the, uh, sometime in the uh, early summer, but then I do uh, my once a month uh, soluble fertilizer. Yeah, and, that's good. Do you quit about now? Yeah, well, I just did the last one about a week ago. I think. I think the. Uh, I was thinking about the roses. Uh, I need to look up the fertilization of roses uh, at this time of the year. But I, th- I think the last fertilization they have, they they recommend. Uh, this is on plantanswers.com, Is uh, is water soluble? Oh, really? I just fertilizer put late in the season. I just uh, spread slow release lawn fertilizer in my yeah. bed. Well, uh, th- that's my- the first one you use after you cut it back. Yeah. And they, uh, are Milton, how about, are yours uh, kind of light colored? They look like they have a nitrogen or a, uh, the color, iron deficiency? They're the color of a stem. Yeah, now. That's all he's got left. Oh. No, the ones that are, oh. the ones that are left on that, the one that she trimmed down to a third. Yeah, that one's still green. She cut off everything else. But on the earth, on the um, knockouts, yeah, they're a little. Like yellowy white, yeah. I've got my not the one knockout or two knockouts that I have are in a better soil situation, but I've got that big bed of tough modern roses that basically it's in a hill of uh, subsoil, and uh, that 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 looks like it's uh, need. It, well, that's one of the reasons I fertilize. It looks like it needed nitrogen and iron. Yeah. Ready, kind of, it was ready for action, but the first leaves that came out were kind of yellowish. yellowish yeah. yeah, it's like a spring San well, Augustine lawn or well, something. What do you think about using Iron Plus? I think if I had it, I, I would have used a, yeah. an Iron Plus. Yeah, because that's nitrogen and iron. Yeah, and uh, that would be a. a but I don't know if it'd use. be. I don't know if it'd be too much nitrogen. At and this of course time of the the. Year. the um, Slow Milberger slow release lawn fertilizer has significant amounts of iron and sulfur. That's true. Yeah, in it too. So I'm thinking that's the, that's uh, the next best thing to the iron plus. Yeah. Now the um, we did pop out the um, the grandma's yellow and put it in a container. 
And actually, it looks a lot better. It looks happier. Did you put copious amounts I did put copious amounts of Osmocote. Good for you, Yeah. But it's uh, before the leaves were kind of like sagging. They were green, but just kind of, and now they look kind of like, okay, yeah, we're okay. But they've been getting nothing but rain in that container. Yeah. So it's plenty happy. But um, so we'll see what happens. I'm hoping uh, maybe with the cool, how long if after being transplanted in the container, I mean, would we see new growth like we would have on some of the others? Or it needs to root in. Oh, I think so. It needs to root in, probably. Okay. So you're, I mean, was it, was the root system kind of intact or not? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I got as much as I could. Yeah. I just popped it out. It, it was, the soil was really loose. I mean, it, it, it's weird because you could kind of shake it. You could kind of move it back and forth. Oh. Um, oh, no. Does that mean something bad? That, that sounds like maybe there wasn't much root development there. Oh. Oh, dear. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, you got it in containers now. Yeah. yeah. You put it in potting mix? Uh, yes. Good. Okay. So, all right. We'll see yeah, what happens. Grow it like a container plant for a while. Okay. Well, I won't then, you can, then you can put it back in the soil in a year or so. I may not. It yeah. Just, it just wasn't doing well in the soil. Anyway, 210-308-8867. We need to remind everybody, too, uh, you want to get, if you're going to try to prevent the germination of those winter weeds you know the temperature is breaking now and there some of them will start soon but uh, get your pre-emergent herbicide down if you had a lot of trouble with winter weeds last year you're just reminded with this rain and that you go from bare soil to everything yeah. green yeah. In, in three four days but uh it's harder harder to apply a pre-emergent too with all with all the weeds, but uh, mow your lawn and then apply it. Follow the label instructions on the on the variety and look at the label. Make sure you get one that addresses the weeds that you're bothered by. I think dimension's always a good choice, uh, um, and uh, maize is good is good, but there are there are other ones too. Halt. Man, I think that does broadly broadleaves, but uh, check check out that dimension. The dimension will have uh, covers does a pretty good job of the grassy weeds and the broadleaf weeds. Well, all this rain and cool weather got a lot of people asking asking uh, that wanted to put out a pre-emergent herbicide. They are asking the question: Is it too late? And there is is no magic date. There's no magic date like that, that we can tell people that now is the perfect time to put it out. Louie, Louie. Now Jerry's dancing. All right, well, go, hold that thought for a minute. What thought? The pre-emergent herbicide. Oh, okay. And we're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers. Are going to listen to more Louie, Louie? Yes. Okay. And uh, we're going to get you caught up with the news. So our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., 
the answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're sitting on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with lots of other gardeners, some with umbrellas. It's not really, well, I guess it's kind of a little drizzly maybe, but I don't know. I don't see it. I just see the rain falling off the trees. It's cooler. That's important. Boy, it does feel cool. It feels yeah, great. But it, and it, the cloudiness makes it look like you might get a little more rain. It feels more like fall. Yeah, Milton's got his shorts on, and I've got my coat on. Yeah, that's true. All right. <laughs> so our phone number uh, for is 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. Were you we gonna... rain. We wanted those rain reports, too. Oh, yeah, our rain rangers out there. Call us and tell us how much rain you've gotten. We've only gotten the one from Converse, which was she just got the three inches of rain. Uh, but, uh, yeah, tell us how much rain you've gotten at 210-308-8867. Aquifer is already up to, what, 655 um, and going up there about one 1.2 feet a, a day wow. still. So the, the average for this time of the year, I think, is about 561, 562. So we'll probably, yeah, on our average rainfall for the year, we've, we're now slightly over yeah. an average year. It's amazing. Within a week. Yeah, happened within yeah it was a week. 10 inches. It goes from 10 inches under to... Uh, an inch over, yeah, and just yeah. one rain, big rainfall. Yes, sir. You were talking about pre-emergent herbicides. Who me? Yes, you. <laughs> there was no magic bullet, no magic date. Well, if you if you uh, were bothered by the weeds, but you've never used pre-emergent herbicide, um, go to like come to Millburgers and and look at. Uh, the, the some of the those uh, products and and uh, look at that instructions on on the label uh, you don't like dimension and just it'll list what kind of weeds it covers and how you should apply it and uh, and they work pretty well if you follow those instructions so give you know do a little experimenting especially on the lawn it's harder to apply, apply them in the in the shrub border or anything like that but you can uh, a lot, a lot of people have a little crank, a crank spreader, or even a fertilizer spreader. You can do pretty well in a uh, established shrub border too. But, uh, but that really makes a difference uh, if you uh, have gone through. Like, remember when Jerry <laughs> was describing the bed straw uh, to, uh, take, yeah. takes over, and uh, you got pets, the beggars lice. Oh man. And, and if you uh, if you have decided that the uh, sustainable winter lawn is not for you, you may not you may want to prevent the the uh, rescue grass. Now, of course, that pre-emergent is not going to do much for the horse herb because it's a, a perennial. It <laughs> of pre-emergent. But uh, dandelions and and uh, oh, henbit, yeah, and thistle. Lots of thistle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have thistle in our neighborhood. I wonder if we could say that that pre-emergent herbicide is a is a, is a, a weed preventer in the horse herb. In other words, if you want to keep your horse herb weed-free, use pre-emergent herbicide. Because it's not going to kill the horse herb. And it won't do perennials, so it won't won't kill the 
a frog fruit either. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, we're working out a whole new scheme of uh, growing these. We got it. We got just weeds. We got We got to <laughs> alert people to the remind them again, like you did uh, last week, that uh, pre-emergent herbicide and wildflower seed right, that don't mix. Right. If you're gonna, oh yeah, it's a good point. If you're gonna have a wild wildflower field, you don't you don't want to use a pre-emergent herbicide. Yeah, John Thomas is doing his last, uh, well, not his last, but uh, his final. Excuse no, that's, 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 that's the worst. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the last in his series of uh, okay, it's a little better of growing of growing of growing wildflowers uh, up at uh, up up at his place at uh, so if you up in the Fredericksburg. Uh, area and uh, is that today? That's today oh. from two to four. Last chance forever. La- see well, yeah, <laughs> kind of like a little bird. Yeah, <laughs> but, but but okay. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, and I, I, I bet he's John is probably in a very good mood because of oh, all the rain. rain oh, and, good. And the wildflowers coming up. So we're gonna have to get a, get to planting our. Our colors here pretty soon, so we can get a stand of them. Uh, they go. You plant them in in the in the late fall, and uh, they form a little rosette through the winter, just like just like bluebells, uh, just like weeds do. Uh, they're the Texas State weeds, so you have them. Just like yeah, bluebell, bluebell, and so. Um, yeah, they plant a little rosette and and they develop a root system during the during the uh, the winter, and then uh, in March in San Antonio, late March, uh, they'll send up the sprouts, just like the uh, dandelions and and those plants do like that, and uh, they give us our uh, blue bonnet uh, show hopefully with yeah. all this rain. It's good. It's good chance. Now we've got to have some scattered out through the winter, but uh, it's a good chance that we'll have a good uh, wildflower year next yeah. year. Well, and we don't. If you, if you're for the sake of wildflowers, if that's one of the most important things to you, you don't want an overly generous rainfall because uh, some of the other weeds are able to take advantage of rainfall that's more true. than, than the true. wildflowers are. Coreopsis uh, have been less flowers over the last couple of years if we have a generous rainfall they yeah. they'll, they'll be they'll be filling up the place again but the good news about it, if it's grass you know the rain stimulates grass uh, you can you can weed weed wildflowers with uh, uh, over the top or um, uh, ortho uh, grass be gone that it only kills the grass and or won't kill the wildflower. Mm. Vantage and ornament. And ornament is, is what uh, Wild Seed Farm sells. Yeah, and I like ornament. Ornament's easy to use, too. I like Yeah. But anyway, talking about your pre-emergent herbicide uh, and people worried, well, I didn't get it down on the, on the date that uh, Calvin and everybody recommended to put down the pre-emergent herbicide. I guess it's too late. Uh, uh, Neil Sperry writes, uh, let's assume that you might be a few days late in your application. Uh, 
will you still get some some so get some measure measure of help? Sure, you will. It may not be a hundred percent prevention of the weed, but it's better than having no prevention at all. You'll have a tendency to get. You may not get as much dandelion coverage, right? Or, right. Uh, thistle, but uh, the beggar's lice, which is a little later, and the, even the bed straw a little later, yeah. you'll get pretty good coverage for that. Even. And the herbicides that we recommend, uh, that Calvin recommends, uh, are they're they're active over a long period of time. That's that's why they're they're more effective than uh, some of the or- ornamental. I mean the organic, uh, so-called herbicide like corn gluten and those types of things, because they have no residual effect at all. They're very short-acting uh, uh, herbicide. Uh, but uh, the the ones Calvin mentioned a while ago uh, give you I don't know how, how long they they're a month or so, aren't they? Uh, residual. Well, of course, if you are. Well, it's been on the rain. Yeah. So, no, I think I think you'd get three months. Oh, three months. Yeah. Okay. And of course, of course, it depends on whether you want long term or. Right. Yeah, you always get. You always say, "Well, it should the the impact should be over now, so I can plant these seeds that the I want." The wildflower seeds. Yeah, or uh, some more gr- grass seed or something. Yeah. But, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Also looking for rain reports. Find, tell us how much rain you've gotten so far. Uh, so how do you? How much do you figure since Labor Day that you've gotten at the medical center? Wow. Uh, I think I think we got, uh, uh, let's see, we've got six. Well, I think, I think we've had ten plus. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Because we got we got four today and uh, last night those two together and then we had that one day yeah we got one that one day of six and we had a half inch the day in between I think so ten ten plus wow well ours have been ours have been pretty consistent with the airport okay which is this year that that has not been the case every time that the rain yeah let's see what the airport says. Well, Milton, I've got bad news. What? There are some questions that we don't feel comfortable answering. Hmm. Uh-oh. Do, do we want to pursue this, Milton? No, we got to take a break. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, why don't we got, you? We got a question that says, uh, uh, Dr. Parsons, I listen to you on the radio and TV. Mm-hmm. Not TV. She's showing her age. So, yes, I know you are the answer man. Oh, dear. She's buttering me up. I, I already smell, smell a downfall coming. My property is located uh, uh, seven miles north on Highway 181 North around uh, around uh, Floresville, from Floresville. All right. Our soil is sand. And where peanuts were farmed prior to the sale to the developer. I recently purchased queen palms, approximately 10 to 12 feet to, to shade the northwest side of the pavilion. There, there are large live oak trees located on the northeast side of the location. 
and I would like to plant three queen palms. A pool is located on the southwest side of the pavilion. Question. Yeah. Should the plant palms survive winter temperature and winds at this location? No. Please advise what supplements or soil I should add when planting. Are you familiar with queen prom? No. I wasn't either. Uh, There's the big tall ones. I have a tendency to re- refer those palm questions to Mark. Yeah. And uh, maybe Mark's listening. He can give us an answer to this. Uh, a forest writes back, Michelle. Sometimes the answer man doesn't have the answers. Goodness. Can you believe Forrest wrote that? <laughs> Forrest He is... should never admit that we don't have No, he should. It's... <laughs> Queen Prom is not among those trees recommended by the Texas Forest Service. I cannot tell you how it will do in your area. The Queen Prom does not like alkaline soil. Our temperature is below 20 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, Lord. That's scary. Yeah. If you go to uh, 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 a tree planting, Texas tree planting, tamu.edu, and then the custom selector section, he gives gives her the... Gives the the, uh, our, the path the path, and enter Wilson County. Do not do, do not check any of the options. Then go to the bottom of the page and click show trees. This will show you all the trees. Show tree show the show the trees. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is not a dog show. <laughs> yeah, I thought. Wow, show trees. <laughs> That's exciting. This will not show all the trees recommended for Wilson County. Oh, uh, this will show, show all, all the, the yeah. trees recommended for Wilson County. And Queen Prom is not on them. So basically we told it's 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 too cold sensitive. Yeah. Well that's an answer. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. He just he just wanted to put on that that we don't know the answer. All yeah. of them. Well but that you know when yeah, you, the answer when there's no when you're saying, Well, we can't we can't uh Positively, well, there's there's reasons to suspect that it's not a good place to plant that queen palm. Yeah, uh, it's just it's too cold. cold. Yeah, it's not not plants not cold tolerant enough. And you always get suspicious when you can't find it ever rec- recommended. Yeah, or, yeah. Or you go, you go to find it and it's uh, a favorite plant of Saudi Arabia or someplace. <laughs> you know. Maybe Mark will call us and tell us about the Queen. Give us a call, Mark. 210-308-8867. You gave it too fast. Mark is driving. And no, I'm sorry. Mark, here. 210-308. You getting this, Mark? 88 Did you forget? 67. Uh. I want to get Mark's driving. i got to give it slowly. And, Mark, pull over before you call us. Don't, yeah. don't be calling us while you're driving. 210 210- Three, oh eight, eight eight six seven. There you go. All right. And here's the second question that we couldn't give. Oh man, what's happening? Run up is not as long as the other one. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I agree with you on that. The question is from Saint Hedwig, Texas. 
I have a large live oak tree that has lost two large branches several years ago. I noticed three other branches that are dead or dying. The dying process starts from the outer small branches and eventually travels down and kills the major branch. From my research on oak wilts on live oaks, the, the leaves are not showing the classic leaf of vein changes. And uh, far as right back, Sharon, I cannot tell you why your live oak is doing this. Uh, you are right. It does not sound like oak wilt. I suggest that you call urban, an urban forester for your area and ask his assistance. And then he gives the contact information for the to find an urban forester in the, in this location. Um, I was thinking. I was thinking it was. Uh, I've had I've had some problems on my uh, red oak in the backyard and I uh, uh, I was thinking it might be that but but the description of the, how the how the small how the uh, starts on the outer smaller branches and eventually travels down and kills the major branch is not a symptom of a sudden limb drop that's what they call it nobody knows what causes it but all of a sudden, and this happens on a still day, and uh, large limbs, I'm talking about uh, two to four inches in diameter, just all of a sudden just fall out of the tree. And uh, Live? Were they live before they fell out? Yeah, huh. yeah. And uh, the, and the, the, the arborists around town, I had several, two arborists over look at it. And uh, that, that's what they're naming it, sudden, sudden limb drop disease. That's it. Pecans are kind of notorious. Yeah, oh. yeah, right. And so uh, they don't know what's called, and it must, must be have something to do with the weather. Yeah. But uh, the interesting thing is how it happens on a still day. Mm-hmm. You know, you say, well, the wind blew it out. No, it happens on a still day. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes big old branches. Uh, also... She saw, talked about uh, she had uh, uh, two large la- lost two large branches several years ago. Now she didn't say from what, but uh, lightning comes to mind. You know, if if it's a big t- tall tree, uh, sometimes uh, lightning will take out branches immediately. And then the rest of the tree will slowly lose branches through the season. So I don't know if lightning is a problem either. So yeah, well, that, you know, you mentioned uh, the arborist, but that's also, I mean, a uh, urban forester, but uh, some of you, some of the uh, certified arborist companies that have certified arborists are good to call in, too. Right, right. Well, most of them will come and... Uh, Diagnose the problem you've got, and then give you an estimate of what it would uh, cost to repair it. And so you gain a lot of information, uh, even if you decide not to use the information. 
Hey, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Back after this on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Millburgers has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one gallon containers are you ready for this for just 388 this week at millburgers you'll find savings on ground covers and bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the 10 inch hanging baskets now just 1488 you'll save on one half whiskey barrels herbs millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much much more to find out more go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com and we'll see you at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and bull road this is Mark Sadowski for Mark Sadowski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is, you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. You may not know that my radio career took off out of Greenville, South Carolina, which is also the hometown of Dixie Bishop and her company, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. If you follow Dixie Bishop on Facebook, you know she's all about keeping Texas red, and she's also passionate about serving you when you have a plumbing problem. If it's installing gas lines, sewer lines, tankless water heaters, you name it. Or if you have any plumbing emergency, Texas Plumbing Diagnostics responds to your emergency stat. Do business with a like-minded company. God bless Texas and Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Here's Dixie Bishop. Thanks, Mike. At Texas Plumbing Diagnostics, we'll find your plumbing problem and we'll fix your problem. Call 210-698-9790 or find us at tpdtx.com for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, while Calvin's answering a question off the air, 
I'm going to tell you about furniture now. And uh, if you're looking for uh, furniture for the house, it's football season, so maybe you're looking for a recliner to watch uh, the game on, or maybe you're going to be doing some redecorating after the kids have moved out, and uh, now you're an empty nester and you're going to change out and uh, and do some stuff. Furniture now is the place to go for high-quality furniture, a great selection, terrific prices, and now... You ready for this? So it's four years, no interest, no minimum payment, no down payment. Uh, credit for you at Furniture Now. So no uh, minimum payment, no interest. So I think we've like figured out if you were buying a piece of furniture for about $500, you didn't pay anything down, uh, you just basically you bought it with approved credit, by the way. Oh. Uh, yes, with approved credit. I was figuring say the homeless can go in there. <laughs> no, with approved credit. And, uh, yes, yeah, so it's like $10 a month. But the cool thing is you're getting it, and so you may not have that issue. Uh, so you may just want to say, okay, you know, I want to get it, and I want to just pay it off when I'm done. So uh, go by and finish, visit with Furniture Now and take advantage of this great deal. Uh, check them out online. Man, they have some great items. Uh, I'm looking at some right now in terms of some beds and panels and stuff like that um, at FurnitureNow.com. But, yeah, so take advantage of this great deal. They're, first of all, the prices are good, and uh, the opportunity is good now because of the, uh, the offer that they've got. Two locations, Everest and 410, and check out the new location right by Millburgers down the street, 1604 and Lookout Road, and I think you'll be impressed. And then ask them about the... Uh Ask them about the 48-month uh, deal that we were talking about on the air. Uh, and um, be sure to t- ask them about that because uh, it's kind of for, for loop folks only. So you got to kind of know about because I told you about it. But you so, got to have approved credit. With approved credit, yes. Oh, bummer. I know, I know Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure you have approved Me credit. Me and all the homeless were going to. You have. I'm sure you have approved credit. <laughs> all right. 210 too sure of that, man. <laughs> 210 308-8867. You know, when you work on radio, I work that's, on radio. That's better. true. So go check out Furniture Now. All right. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867 and toll free. It's 866-308-8867. I was thinking about what you were talking to the man yesterday about the figs. And when did you, and I couldn't quite understand it because I heard like two things and they both kind of conflicted. Your suggestion was to do it, like, when? To take, t- take cuttings take in uh, about six to eight inch cuttings. January to February. Oh, so don't do it now. No, no. Okay. And uh, stick them. Stick them. Uh, How far into the ground? About two thirds of the stick. All right. Oh, Are you shaving it all out. or? No, no. Okay. You just cut it off with a new wood. You use okay. new wood. So closest to the top? Yeah, close to the on the How tips. Thick? On the tips. Okay. And uh, so six and to eight cut, inches. Cut it back. Uh, cut it back about. Cut the cut. Take the cuttings to be eight to ten inches long. Oh, eight to ten inches. Okay. And uh, and so then stick about. Uh, Six to eight. Yeah, if you're going to go for two thirds, yeah, two thirds in the ground, in a potting mix, or a heavy potting mix, and keep them, just leave leave them sticking out, and you can put put multitude of, you can put numerous cuttings in one bucket, depending okay. on how big the bucket is. 
Let's say you had a five-gallon bucket that drained well. All right. You had holes in it. Uh, and you filled it full of potting mix or okay, comp- so regular compost or something like that. Oh, okay. So not the vermiculite I don't have to do? No. Perlite no. or anything? No, you don't Okay, good. Okay. And that's the way we root ours. And okay. Just leave them in there. If you stick them in uh, January, late January, early February, um, you wait wait till the uh, shoots, the new new shoots arrives on the on the plant, not new leaves, but just the new shoots, uh, the expansion of the leaves, uh, where where they are four to six inches long at least. All right. The the new shoots are. And oh, then, okay. And then you knock them out of the bucket because they will have rooted by then. So you told them to keep it moist. Yeah, but what not you, wet. Okay. What do you think about using the um, the fake terrarium method, where you cut a an old two uh, two liter Coke bottle or three liter Coke bottle, the bottom off, and stick that on top of it? You're not gonna find a bottle that that bit long, right? Oh, yeah. You're right. Because you're yeah, that's what you were doing with the roses. You were doing the yeah. the coke bottle over them. You could try some shorter cutting in a in a milk bottle if you want to. Okay. Oh no no, you take the you cut the milk bottle's bottom off the, and oh, then, okay. then you use that as a top, and that's okay. so you don't so you don't lose the moisture. That's not necessary. Okay. Doesn't the stuff fall out of the bottom <laughs> then when you do that? Well, the first time, if you're not really oh. thinking about it, does then you figure it out. <laughs> Some of us do. Hey, All right. Uh, I had a. Have you got somebody on the line? No, no, we're okay. Um, yeah, he was wa- wondering how to maximize his growth of his poinciana or uh, Prado Barbados. And uh, I asked him how much he watered, and he said every day. And uh, Every day? Yeah. In the soil? Yeah, and I just I kept saying you gotta you got to let your cruelest tendencies come out of there, you know, and... Um, Full sun, you know, typical question, full sun. Um, I don't fertilize. I don't think fertilization is, is really not a uh, necessary. And uh, But that, that stressing them a little bit with that that hot weather, is, uh, I think, is necessary to get them blo- to bloom. But his, his plants are huge. Yeah, but, and he's got the yellow one. Yeah, he's got which one is, one of the a, yellow one, which is a real tall one. And he had the questions about the Esperanza, which was uh, yeah, he had the old-fashioned Esperanza. Too. Oh no, tall with finally some blooms on it at the top. Yeah, yeah. That that Tacoma stand where people bought what they thought was Gold Star, or what they assumed was Gold Star, and it turned out to be a a seedling variation of. Uh, of 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 Esperanza that uh, only bloom blooms mainly in the fall, and 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 it's at the top of a top of a, uh, a tall tall. And uh, flowers are bloom. noticeably smaller. Yes, yeah. So it's not a gold star. Uh, the ones you buy here in full bloom. Uh, at three feet. It, yeah, at three feet, three less. feet or less. Our, our gold star. Uh, I've never seen a non-gold star sold here at Millburgers. 
So uh, well, yeah, some of the like the orange, some of the orange ones, and yeah, they they do the same kind of some variations, yeah. But any, the gold star is vegetatively propagated, in it, other words, so it's it's identical yeah, the, to the mother the original point, mother plant. The point on the uh, Pride of Barbados is that you you don't treat it like a rose, right? You know, he was talking about compost, adding compost to the soil, and yeah. I said, "Gosh, they're." I think you get more blooms out of them when they're in the rocky, poor or thin soils, and not uh, being watered or yeah. taken care of. Yeah, you got you got to. That's what that's the attraction. Well, the beautiful blooms too, but the attraction is that they're uh, drought tolerant, and you don't have to irrigate them, and you don't have to uh, treat them like a rose. You treat treat them like a, yeah. a native plant that uh, is capable of taking advantage of. The conditions that we have here, even when they're tough conditions. Yeah. Now I don't know this for a fact, but I just looking around for the uh, at the uh, Prado Barbados around town. Uh, you think they're going out of bloom because of short days? I know they're not going out of bloom because of hot, dry weather. Yeah. But I just wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed they they're quit stopping to bloom? Yeah. They're stopping. Yeah. The, the, of course, the one I. When I the planting I watch is one that I see every day when I walk walk uh, the dogs and, uh, and that's just a small sample though but they seem yeah to be, well I see that all yeah, over time they seem to they seem to be finishing their blooms yeah and I'm wondering if that's a day length reaction that could be I guess I don't know how where you'd find that out but uh, but there are some that are still blooming up the storm but I. I guess we'll, that that would be a another ni- nice survey. Maybe next weekend we'll c- talk about that and yeah. see what if anybody's got some that are still uh, blooming strongly. Even even the ones that are planted late, uh, and and that's why we discourage people from saving the seed. You know they're producing seed now, and uh, people always say, "Can I plant seed of proud of Barbados?" And and will it be like the mother plant? Uh, genetically, it'll be pretty close to the mother plant because uh, uh, that's about the only way to propagate them from is from seed. But the pro- the problem with saving the seed and planting next spring, since they're so super cold sensitive, is that uh, the plant never has a chance to get big enough to really put on a showy bloom. That first year. Yeah. In, in fact, uh, the fir- fir- first year where we put Prada Barbados on the market, uh, people were concerned, nurserymen were concerned about it because it bloomed so late. In, in other words, it bloomed after the major gardening season was uh, coming coming to a close, the, the major gardening season. And uh, so we... we they want to know how to solve that problem. Well, the way to solve that problem is uh, buy them out of Arizona in the spring, early spring, because they heat up faster in the early spring, and they bloom 30 days faster in Arizona than they do in San Antonio. So uh, if they if they wanted a uh, proud of Barbados in full bloom, uh, they would do better to, to buy them out of Arizona. Well, 
I think there were some logistical problems with that that concept. So uh, we we've gone to people growing them and carrying them through, trying to carry them through the winter, and they're still but they still bloom late in the gardening season in the spring. Yeah, is there is there a uh, selection name for that yellow variety? I was, trying, I, was thinking, I was thinking there was some. But that that one has a tendency to be bigger and oh yeah, bigger plant, yeah, bigger plant, and, and, and it's bloom, got thorns on it yeah. too. Blooming, uh, not not nearly as showy yeah. of bloom, but oh no. Anyhow, all right, two one zero, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's take a break while we do. Give us a call, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I got a rain report as a picture. Someone sent me, uh, it was basically a five-gallon bucket overflowing the top. So I don't know how that translates to number of inches, but uh, it's a lot. So um, anyway, 210-308-8867. Call us with your rain reports, and uh, we'll take a quick break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas uh, right here on 930 AM. This is The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Melberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And I want to tell you about some great fall features that Melberger's has right now. It's going to be a great fall, and we're going to start off with Blue Plumbago. Clusters of light blue flowers. I love my Blue Plumbago. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's a great perennial that does well in almost any area, and it's a Texas superstar. And in the one-gallon container, you ready for this? It's just four eighty-eight. Another terrific Texas superstar is Mexican Heather. It's in the one-gallon gallon containers are you ready for this for just 388 this week at millburgers you'll find savings on ground covers and bougainvillea hanging baskets are on sale in the 10 inch hanging baskets now just 1488 you'll save on one half whiskey barrels herbs millburgers premium lawn and garden fertilizer and much much more to find out more go to millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com and we'll see you at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 on Boulevardy road the Movers and Shakers show is moving. Now every Wednesday evening at 8, Heart of Texas Realty brings you the Movers and Shakers show. Hosts John Thurman and Bjorn Dibdahl introduce you to the business, civic, and public leaders who champion the entrepreneurial spirit in San Antonio. You'll hear stories of these men and women, the victories they've celebrated, and the challenges they've overcome. It's the San Antonio Movers and Shakers show with John Thurman and Bjorn Dibdahl. Now Wednesday evening at 8 on 930 AM, The Answer. They say the best is yet to come, but to make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. Start by tuning in for the Retirement Income Show with Matt Yore and Dave Anthony every Saturday afternoon at 5. Matt and Dave help simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss the Retirement Income Show with Matt Yore and Dave Anthony of Anthony Capital every Saturday afternoon at 5 on 930 AM, The Answer. Bodie Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith 
after a life-altering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodhi Taney and Ray Bentley's new book on the mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit FDA.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. Burgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, where we go right to those phone lines. We got Alan on the line at 210-308-8867. Alan, you tracking the rain before we get to your question? What was the question? Oh, I said, are you tracking the rain? Uh, well, I was out of town uh, for the Aggie game last night, so I don't know what I got. <laughs> I'm driving back right now. Oh, uh, okay. What what a game! What a game! Anyway. <laughs> I called last month and talked to the guys about a plant that was not blooming anymore in my backyard. And it was an Esperanza. Y'all predicted it was an Esperanza, and it was an Esperanza. And y'all said that I might be overwatering it because I had a irrigation system going. And the, the problem was the plants weren't blooming yellow flowers. But it was just producing a lot of foliage, just producing, producing where it was falling over itself. And I turned the water off, just to let you know, I turned the water off, and sure enough, the blooms started coming back. Oh, wow. And uh, and uh, so I'm just watering the plants that need to be watered around them, like the trees that I planted. But uh, it did make a difference. The blooms started coming. But my question now is, I've got all this vegetation. Do I need to trim it back? I don't think I would. I'd just let it go and let it bloom. Let it be stressed well it's not going to be stressed much with all the rain we've had this lately <laughs> we had a we had another uh, a gardener that st- stopped in that was he was point sienna it's kind of the same situation as yours it was uh water and heck out of it really nice foliage but uh no blooms that's a, com- a little more complex because they their blooming is related to the day length so that may be reduced but your bronze yeah, you asked Bronza, you should get some good couple more months of good Oh, uh, yeah. Good bloom. Uh, let, let, let the freeze take it out, take it back. Okay, because they're just laying over. There was so much foliage being developed earlier this summer and even lately before the rains came that it was just laying down. You know, they weren't standing tall anymore. And they were just growing really fast. 
and the limbs would break. And so when they broke, they put on new vegetation with no blooms. And then when I turned well, where, the water where, off, where did you get that plant? Oh, it was a landscape, landscaping company in San Antonio that put them in for us. Oh, okay. And we're so out in Wilson County. We're they out were, Wilson they, County. They were big plants, huh? Yes, they were already developed plants, probably three to four feet tall when they put them in the ground. Were they blooming? And now they're, they want to grow. No, they were kind of blooming there, yes. At the beginning, they were blooming real good. And I I turned down the water at the you know after they were established, but they were still getting twenty minutes uh, three times a week. And then y'all said That's that was too much, so I cut it. I just shut it off uh, where they weren't getting any more, and they started blooming again. But uh, they're still just now with all this rain, we've just putting on new vegetation, new vegetation with minimal minimal blooms. Where are the blooms are they at the top? Or are they They're at the throughout? bottom, actually. They're at the bottom, hugging the ground. At the top, oh. there's nothing. That's strange. Uh, yes. You can go ahead and, I mean, if, if the plant really looks garish or it's blocking sidewalk or something, you, you can cut some of those branches off, but it doesn't, it doesn't you don't have to cut the rest of it. You can just let it okay. go. And then, yeah, and let it. Uh, if the weather cooperates, let it let it dry out a bit and be stressed and get some more blooms. Well, I tell you what, I was happy to have the rain, man. We've been in a major oh. drought this year. Happy to have it. That's for sure. Cool. Hey, thanks, Alan. Thank you, bye. You take her easy. Again, good, good work on that game. Yeah. Too. Oh. All right. Bert's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Eighty-eight, sixty-seven. Hey there, Bert. What's going on? Hi, uh, good Sunday to y'all. Just had a question. Uh, towards the end of this month, usually wherever I'm at, I start to start thinking about root vegetables to eat. Now I was wondering. Uh, I know the soil down here, the caliche stuff, is like concrete. But uh, is there any root vegetable that will grow well down here? Or do you need ba- raised bed gardens that are amended quite a lot? Where are you? I'm here in San Antonio. I'm gonna be doing with like a community garden. Are you in? Are you in sand, or are you in Cle? Oh, you're in Caliche. What? What it are you gonna like, try to it grow? Looks like, it looks like Caliche outside the apartment. I haven't. I'm. I'm going to the uh, garden uh, next week. So hopefully, it, it has been amended. Well, year. because I'm just starting to get involved with one of these organizations that does. Community gardens all around San Antonio. Oh. And I was just wondering what kind of soil, because I remember where I grew up in southeast Louisiana, uh, what are we, turnips, uh, was a big root crop down there, and some beets, but then the soil was nice and loose and, you know, nice and dark, muddy swamp soil. <laughs> swamp yeah, the, the, the community gardens, they generally they go with. Uh, Raised beds. It's certainly okay. easy, easier to grow vegetables and flowers in in the raised beds. But as far as far as the soil being too heavy or whatever, uh, Vanderwallers used to grow on the south side, south east, southwest side of San Antonio in in uh, gumbo, and grew the okay. best carrots best carrots in the world. So uh, uh, the root crops, uh, 
And of course, you, you, oh, they were in the city limits practice. Oh, okay. Out on uh, uh, Highway 90, Old Highway 90. All right, I'll check. Yes, I know that well. Uh, yeah, because right off my apartment, on the apartment building, it just looks like they didn't even have to put concrete foundation because even some of the caliche, the grass can't push through it. Yeah, it's, so it's be... really compact. It's like concrete outside, you know. Yeah, you need to add down. a lot of a lot of organic material to that. Uh, compost, a sphagnum peat, or something like that to loosen the, loosen that soil up. It's, and you also need to to uh, be be sure that you work it when it's uh, moist and not wet or or dry, and work it when it's moist, and. Uh, Add uh, something like 19.59 slow-release fertilizer. Okay. Uh, at the rate of about five pounds per hundred square feet. All right, I'll, I'll remember that. I'll write it down once y'all get done. Because I'm fixing to buy me one of them little portable tillers. Uh, uh, it's got a bunch of little, you know, just cause if I have to go around town, it'd just be easy to have one of them to rip up the soil. Now they won't. They work really great in uh, raised beds, but it but doesn't caliche, do it doesn't do real well in the caliche. Those little tillers. I've got I've got a couple. Right. Of them. I love them, love them, but they but I use them in the raised beds, not the not the. I might have to just um, I, I get an equipment rental store right down the street from me on Corrine, so I might have to just check them out and get one of them super heavy duties just. That for yeah, a that's. That's the best way to do it. All righty. Good Thank luck. You Y'all have a great week. Thank you, you too. for calling. Take care. All right, 210-308-8867. Do you want to bring up David's thing again, the uh, yeah, the, the workshop? The tree management workshop. It's a, it's a big program, and it's on October 11th. And it, it's an all-day program, so it's uh, if you really want to learn about all the threats and all the Best ways to manage your, your trees, uh, attend this thing. It's 8.30 to 4.30. It's at the Botanical Gardens, 555 Funston Place. It's a $40 fee, but it's well worth it uh, for, for all the information that you're going to get. And if you're, if you're in one of those uh, occupations uh, that has a, uh, a pesticide license or a, a Texas Nursery Landscape Association, even master gardeners and master naturalists will get a, a CEUs from from this class, uh, so that you, you'll get a lot of you'll get the credit for that uh, extended education. Uh, go ahead and go to the ex- extension service, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, Bear County. If you want more information and uh, register, you can register as well. So that's October 11th. 8.30 to 4.30 p.m., uh, Bear County, Texas Agriculture Extension Service. Cool. I don't think we mentioned Calvin's article today. Oh, how'd Either you do yesterday that? Yesterday or today. Okay. We might have gradually. What did he write about? Ground covers. Try ground covers instead of grass. And uh, got a great, great big picture of horse herb. <laughs> And it's a, it's a kind of amazing. It was the article was designed to just uh, to introduce people to uh, 
frog fruit as a ground cover uh, because it was doing so well on the certified butterfly garden and in my neighborhood and also, of course, the dwarf Aurelia. But what do you think I got the most response? Uh, a bunch of uh, emails on Probably horse herb. Horse herb, there you go. No. And it, it's, it's, <laughs> the horse herb also it was dis, had disappeared from my yard and from the certified butterfly garden. With that rain, it's back. Oh, is that but, right? Yeah, it's back. It's amazing yeah. how fast that thing grows. It's a, it's a uh, and Jer- Jerry had in the article, I think I mentioned that Jerry had uh, worked, uh, had pursued it, had done some research on on it as a ground cover. And so there were a number of people trying to find seed for the uh, horse herb. And I looked on the Internet, it didn't look like there's No, there's no. Um, we're going to have uh, uh, horse herb here at the Milberger's. Some transplants. Yeah. Next, transplants. By next week. That's right. Or next week. I'm The reason I'm kind of hesitating because I wanted to give those folks, those five folks that sent the emails, uh, a chance to, <laughs> no. to follow that pattern that Milton talks about, you know, call in. No, they could. They call reserve the 497-3760. Okay. For, say it again. 410-497-3760. Three seven six zero, and uh, those. The, if you folks listen to the radio show, plus read the column, that that's uh, we want you to be able to take advantage of the fact that Millburger will have that transplant. We also have the transplants, of course, for Ruelia. We've got a lot of transplants there, but the frog fruit, frog fruit is real easy to transplant too, and that's another thing that was talked about. Um, but horse herb will be here. Yeah. Did you? Uh did you furnish that picture, or where did they get that picture, I wonder? They, you know, they used that picture, um, was it a year ago when we wrote about horse herb, uh-huh. or maybe a year and a half, uh, last, last the, winter? The flower looks right, but the leaf is bigger than my horse herb. Yeah, that, it, it, it looks like it is in a... Uh, Always thinking of it. Raised bed. It garden. looks different, yeah. If it's in a fertilized raised bed, yeah, it right. looks a lot different oh, than yeah. in that yeah. garden. And in fact, it's not as attractive to, to use as a ground cover if it's, it's, it gets too much fertility. That's true. So when we're going to get him in? When the trace sale? He's he says he's hoping this week. Okay. So call uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, four nine seven. Uh, you can call. You can call immediately. You can call. Uh, now or oh, call okay. Monday to reserve. Oh, good. Okay, reserve Cause, your cause horses. Because there is a li- it's a limited <laughs> supply. All right. I bet that poor woman in uh, where where is she? Oh, uh, she doesn't like her curses horse me about horse herb. She probably, I bet she she's probably turned the radio off. By <laughs> Those people don't know what they're talking about <laughs> horse herb. So yeah, two one zero. Or she's out digging hers up and putting it in pots. Yeah, to sell it. Two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. Two one zero four nine seven three seven. That's the number here at the nursery, and then tell them you want to reserve some. Do we have time for Jerry to talk a little bit about the why it's not practical to try to use the seed? Oh, okay. Now just hang on one sec. Ed's got a quick rain report, so uh, let's get to that real quick, and then we'll we'll see how much time we have. Hey there, Ed. What's going on, man? All right. I thought I'd let you guys know uh, how much rain I got. Um, I'm due west of downtown San Antonio. 
and north of Hondo. Okay. And as of this morning, I've gotten 5.6 inches. Wow. Wow, is that since when? Since yesterday? Well, since, well, when all this rain started, was about okay. three days ago, something like that. Yeah. And okay. I, that that's on top of the 4.1 inches I got about a month ago. Wow. Sounds good. Yeah, cool. All right, so uh, West San Antonio, Hondo area, about six inches. Is that fair, Ed? Well, I, yeah. Um, uh, what did I say? Five point six, and then uh, and then four point one here about a month ago. All righty, cool. Thank you, sir. Talk to okay. you later, Ed. Thanks. All right. So you want to tell us why it's impractical to do a horse herd from seed? No. Uh, oh well, I I, I I tried to collect the seed one time. Oh okay. And uh, my concept was to find a solid stand of horse herb. And then use a, a, a catch grass catcher uh, on the lawnmower and mow it because the, the the seed obviously is in where the bloom was, and um, the seed is very tiny. Okay, but uh, I never could, and and I I didn't talk. I was too embarrassed to talk to John Thomas about. Uh, <laughs> by doing the, extracting the seed, but uh, uh, we couldn't figure out a way to extract the seed from yeah. the clippings. Based on the uh, internet, Jerry's experience was not alone. Oh wow, really? Oh yeah, lots lots of uh, attempts, but n- nobody found it practical to use the seed. Right. Hey, well, we're going to say goodbye for today. We'll be back next Saturday on the porch here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Again, their phone number, 210-497-3760. Thanks to Al back at the station, doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.